just a special little informational commercial kind of but not really i know Corey. uh cory doesn't want any glory for the website that he's been involved in with the, the past couple of decades and uh, knowing him as my good friend he was really uh you know restoredgospel.com went down and uh, as he would say that that would probably drive him nuts but um it was down for quite a while and i know he has some frustrations i wanted him to share his testimony just a little bit of what he's gone through in the past uh, three or four weeks and, and where he's at with the website and really maybe even a blessing of what what came out of that. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah, well, thanks, Mike. And, you know, here we are after recording our other sessions and, you know, like Mike and our friends, our casual conversations never stop. And we, we were talking about some things that had happened recently. We decided, hey, let's turn the mics back on. And, and this is why we're here. We're just talking. But so... I've intentionally never put my name on the website and everything, but um, bef- to, to tell you what happened recently, I, I kind of have to tell you about how how the website got started, um, and then it might all fit in context a little better. Many years ago, I was asked to start teaching Sunday school for a man who I considered a mentor, and it was very humbling to teach as he was in his last days of life, and he was kind of passing the baton to me to start teaching. Well, this was before the internet was really a thing, and it wasn't something even people had cell phones carrying it around in their hand and all that. But I had discovered early on that um, there was a way through uh, some simple computing stuff I could start putting my class notes from my uh, classes on there. No one was doing this at the time. You know, this is back in the 90s, 1990s. And I had a little website I started. It wasn't even called Restore Gospel. It was just under my business name. And I had this little area for my class notes. So people who had missed a Sunday school class could get my notes. So the internet was starting to grow back then. And it um, it took off when, for my own benefit, I created a scripture search just for the three books. There wasn't anything like it out there uh, Online, I think there was something if you had a floppy disk computer back in those days, you could buy a little program and search the scriptures, but nothing available to the public and nothing that was free. And so all these things just kind of converged where I figured out how to program stuff to work on the Internet. And I and I knew enough about programming to make a little scripture search. So eventually I changed and this is well over a decade ago, you know, I created that name restoredgospel.com made it its own website and and it kind of it took off it's pretty cool that uh you know you can type in the word restored gospel and it comes up even before like the lds website because it, it it gets viewed by a lot of people around the world thousands of people every day many many thousands of scripture searches are done uh literally um, by real people and also by machines but nevertheless i've relied on another company like most internet sites are not people's own personal computer you sign up with a company and they host your site and all that has gone well over over the years but i used to just get nervous if restored gospel would go down for five minutes and it would be something that the internet provider was doing maintenance or something because you know i I get phone calls and texts from people i didn't know and um, social messaging and all that kind of stuff, you know, because other people were relying on it. And I just thought, you know, this was something I always kept anonymous and just wanted it to be a service. Well, um, so in those years, backing up a little bit again, I, I realized that most of my ministry was probably like so many of us in the church. It was like, you know, we want to tell people the church is restored. We've got these books, get the word out there. But, but I, and, when the when the so back coming back now to about a month ago, um, in fact I think it was a month ago today, um, the 
the website would just not do any scripture searches at all. And I thought, oh man, I contacted the people. Well, with COVID and everything, they ended up, um, I think they had outsourced all their in-house help desk stuff, things that used to get resolved within minutes. Now they said, well, it could be up to 48 hours. And uh, long story short, I had numerous phone calls and emails and I was literally in tears. I woke up in tears more than once because I'm like, people who use this and rely on this, you know, they, they don't have it. Now, I know there's other tools out there. And you know what? Obviously, at this point in time, I was like, well, it's a good time for people to return to their books. You know, it's, but, but I, I say that kind of facetiously. Uh, but I was helpless because basically the Internet provider changed ways that their server operated the, the website and it didn't support the, the language and the programming and stuff. And they couldn't necessarily figure it out. I kind of found their problem, but they wouldn't fix it. And it was like, I'm like, thousands of people use this every, you know, monthly. You're just leaving me high and dry. And they say, well, sorry. You know, that's basically that with their answer. And I'm like, Lord, how can this be happening? You know, after all this effort, because if, if you go through and I look at these files, there's over 1,300 files that basically I think I created that are out there on restored gospel. And there's, you know, some of them are just notes and class notes and things like that. Some of them are scripture search and other things, but a lot of stuff and I didn't know what to do. And I can't say an easy path opened up, but I was faced with having to first decide if I was going to try to host this myself, which is going to happen. But I decided to um, start rewriting some of the essential things and, least making the scripture search available which meant that still about 95 percent of all the other documents and stuff weren't going to necessarily be available at least in the format they're in so in all this the all things work together for good i think i've realized as mike and i have been doing our podcasts and teaching in recent years you know i did a lot to try to feel like i was speaking or trying to tell people you know I don't know, just things that I, I can't say it any other way. I, I guess I feel like this whole effort of mine was still mine in it. And it wasn't, it wasn't God speaking. It was just, you know, me putting my thoughts together. Now I try not to put my words out there. I just try to organize scripture and let the scripture speak. But in a new way, I think this new restored gospel, which is back online now, it's in a kind of a new mobile format is going to be less about, us and our people and it's going to be more about this message that the book of mormon has had that god has been wanting to tell the world it's it's going to be pretty much book of mormon focused um not so much even just uh what the history of the restoration is i mean there's a lot of places you can go for that but since i was going to have to rewrite it all anyhow now i'm looking at it and saying you know what i really want this to be about his word reaching the people who were intended to reach in the last days so that they can return and know who he is. So in this kind of long-winded little testimony, um, I'm happy to say that new good things are going to happen for Restore Gospel. It's on a it's on a new, better format that'll work on your phone better. Uh, there's a lot of new kind of scripture things happening, but what's going to happen is a lot more of the words that hopefully can reach Israel and the people of uh, the covenants that are going to come back uh, to God through this wonderful work we have. So that's been my testimony and direction. We apologize for the delay, but the scripture searches are back and there's more good stuff coming. 
How many hours you spent on that, Corey? Two or three? <laughs> well, in the last month, I would say I've gotten very little sleep. But uh, there's, um, uh, you know what? I've thought about this too, about how many thousands of prayers of saints have gone up before us, before our days, so that we could live and have blessings. And those are real things, as we've shared about in the Book of Mormon. You know, we we're just reading it from the story of Enos his prayers that the word could go forth to his future generations. And then he's comforted in that. And God says, and not only you, but many of your forefathers had the same prayer. You know, Mike, we're, we're all in, in a little way, like doing our part, just like they were. We're trying to ensure that the word goes forth. Now their names were written in scripture. Our names are never going to be written in scripture. They're written on a little podcast note out there on the internet, right. I suppose. Right. But we're, we're just doing our part to make sure, not make sure like we can guarantee anything, to try to assist in that effort that his word can go forth in, in purity and, and hopefully leave us out of the way. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to. The Restored Gospel is going to be there, but I'm going to start another parallel website, which uh, is going to be called Restored Israel. And um, it's specifically just going to take the Book of Mormon and 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 take that message to Israel and the, also the House of Joseph. You know, We call them Lamanites, the remnant people, whatever, lost tribes. And it's going to take that word not so much trying to prove that God restored the church among the Gentiles, but that prove that God wants to restore the truth of his word among them. And that this is, uh, this is part of that, that prophetic fulfillment is this book to them. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's the, that's another effort. But in our recent conversations, we've talked quite a bit about, you know, we're into this, what does the book of Mormon teach? I, I feel like there's no more important message in our day, really, than this word of salvation that came to us so purely and so plainly uh, for the world and for us and for the people of, the, of prophetic fulfillment to yet hear this word. Um, you know, we're, we're like Enos and these other people who are praying that these words don't just remain hidden in the ground, that they come forth to light, to uh, illumine the lives of, of in, in the darkness in our lives. Yeah, Jesus Christ is the God of Israel Amen. and the Savior of all of us. Amen. So, well, on, on behalf of many people who use your uh, your search daily and all of those men that prep their sermons on Saturday nights, uh, <laughs> you know how many searches go out on Saturday evenings. Uh, yeah, we thank you, Corey, for your diligence and just uh, being a tool for us to um, hopefully not, you know, you know just present our theories but to seek out god and know him as he is so thank you for all your work appreciate it but it's all good and you know what what else are we going to do with our time right <laughs> <laughs> you know there's a, there's really nothing good on tv anyhow when you when it comes down to it but um uh, you know i i have to say that in in our lives here um we don't know why god puts things into our hearts you know but hopefully when we open our hearts to him he can he can you know, we're one piece in a very, very large puzzle. We can, we can be snapped in place in the place where he wanted us and do do whatever the small work that is for him while we have a have breath and have a heartbeat. That's all I've, I've hoped for with this. We appreciate it. Thanks for sharing.